We've been in a series, this will be the fifth week, um, called Here to There. How many have enjoyed this series? Yeah. Amen. I did too. It was fun. Uh, it was, God challenged me, you know, I, I better know now what Pastor Marty means when he says that, you know, God has to preach the message to you before you can preach it to the people, because you got to, you kind of have to live it and wear it first, right? Um, I think what's been so exciting for me in this, this uh, last four weeks plus now has been seeing all of you in many different ways start to take these big next steps and start to really apply what we're talking about. It's one thing to hear it. It's another thing to do something with it. And so I'm not going to obviously preach the series to you in this next couple of minutes that I've given myself to give you kind of a, a little bit of a recap as we set up today. Um, so, but I did triple dog dare you guys to, to stick with me. And if you couldn't be here, at least watch every week. And so how many accepted the triple dog dare challenge? Wow, most of it. All right, good job. Hey, you guys, gold star. Um, if you didn't, through the miracle of technology, you can still watch it. So um, I just want to encourage you to do that. And it's not because I did some phenomenal job, but what is in it, what the Holy Spirit spoke to us through that series, you do not want to miss. Uh, because it will challenge you. In a year where we have felt stuck as a people, this message series was about getting unstuck and moving on your journey with Jesus, taking a step. And it just takes one step to create momentum, doesn't it? It's hard to take that one when you're kind of entrenched. And a lot of us have felt that way this year. But what our challenge is to you in this series was to grow. Because what do we say? If you're not growing, you're what? And we don't want to die. We want to grow. We're going to grow until Jesus comes. We're not going to stop anywhere along the way. And so I just want a couple of you know the, the takeaways from the series. I just wanted to remind you of as we set up uh, what's going to be the message today, which is going to be a little unconventional. But we talked about the parable of the soils in Mark chapter 4. And one of the big takeaways that I wanted you guys all to get that we talked about every single week was that those four soils, we're talking about the wayside, um, where the rocks we're kind of choking in, uh, choking out the seed in the soil. We talked about the thorns, the deceitful, uh, deceitfulness of riches, the cares of this life, the desire for other things. Then we talked about what was called the good soil. What we learned, though, together is that those were four good groups of people and not three bad groups of people and one good group of people. And what we saw in that is that our journey in Jesus really is represented in those soils. We all start with hard ground. And then gradually we grow closer to Jesus. And the whole point of that series was to, to encourage you and to really spur you on to pay attention to your heart, to cultivate the soil. Because in our parable, we this teaching, we only have responsibility for the soil, right? Then we have, we have responsibility to keep out the stuff that doesn't belong and let in the stuff that does belong to keep it soft and keep it cultivated and open. But what I told you, if you remember, we talked about my grandpa when I was, uh, me and Pastor Marty were growing up, we'd go and we'd help him in the garden, put those seeds in the ground. And once we put those seeds in there and we covered it up, Pop never had to go back to the ground and yell at it, you know, to grow. He never had to, no, grow! He never did that. Why? Because his responsibility was for the soil and getting the right seed in the ground. And then, God brought forth the, the harvest. Our responsibility isn't 
to make stuff grow. It's just to keep our heart soft because if we'll keep the conditions right here, it naturally grows. And so where we landed last week was talking about maintaining good soil and producing 30, 60, 100 fold that we're never done in our journey with Jesus, right? We're never, we're never, we never finish. The only, the only time we will finish is when we stand before him one day and we give an account for what we did with the things that he put in our hands. But the great thing about God's journey is that it is never over. And so if we are only producing fivefold now, then we can still produce tenfold. And then we can produce twentyfold. And then we never finish. We just keep growing in him until he comes back. But I wanted you guys to just you know, recognize that um, wherever you are, that you know, we talked about finding where you were in this series, whether it was we talked about exploring God was that first group you're learning about Jesus. And we talked about uh, beginning in God and then um, getting close to God and then God centered. Find where you are on the map and then take steps to move from there to the next place. And so hopefully in this series, if you if you didn't already keep searching, but find where you are and then do all the things that we talked about. There's lots of great places to start in terms of next steps. And one of the big ones that we're going to talk about today is following Jesus in water baptism. And so I read this week, I was reading through Matthew, and I just wanted to read this short couple of verses where Jesus is baptized, because um, how many know that you can read the Bible a million times, and God always has the ability to show you stuff? Um, that, that's what happens when you have soft soil. You're open to the revelation of God. Um, but I just wanted to read this over you, because I think it's important to connect to Jesus and his, his first step for us to show us the way. But this is in Matthew chapter 3, verse 13. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? And Jesus replied, Let it be so now, for it is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness. And then John consented. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water, and at that moment, heaven was opened. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love, and with him I am well pleased. And what we all know is that Jesus was the only sinless person that's ever walked on this planet. Yet it was important to him to set a model for us of baptism. What does that represent to us in our spiritual journey? It's a symbolic public declaration of our faith in Him. And it's a symbolic letting go and killing our old man and taking up our new man and being made new in Him. And so we've had several that had um, signed up to be baptized in this service, but I want to make an appeal to you. And this isn't an appeal for me to try to get a larger number so I can post it on Facebook later and say, oh, look at a great job we did. This is about people that through the journey of this series maybe, or even in your own personal life, you've seen that it's time for you to take this step. And it's one that you wanna make a declaration today of kind of drawing a line. And may, maybe you've never been baptized or maybe you were like me when you were younger and came to a greater understanding of its significance in your life after going through some life. How many of you have ever been through some life? Right, all of us. Um, it is okay. Sometimes it takes two or three times to take. You know, I don't know why. Uh, it, was, it did for me. Um, so, um, 
What I want to encourage you in is if that's you today and you didn't, maybe you didn't prepare like these several that signed up, but you want to make that declaration and take that step today and follow Jesus, we have everything that you need. We have the towels, we have the t-shirts, we have the shorts. And all you have to do is go out to the foyer there and they'll lead you and show you what to do. At any point, either now or when we're doing what we're about to do here in just a moment, you can make your way back there. Um, this service is unique in that we've never done baptisms in service, but we're going to couple that with worship because I think there's nothing more beautiful to the Father than worshiping Him as we're celebrating these people making these amazing next steps. Amen? There was a second thing that we, uh, we put together for you, and really the heart behind it when I, as I talked to the staff about it and pastor really was I wanted to show you what taking next steps looks like kind of what it looks like with skin on. And so what I, what I found quickly is, man, there's just not enough time <laughs> because we've all got a story and we've all come from somewhere. But I took just a handful of some of our families and our people and we put together what will be your message today. I promise they'll preach way better than me, okay? But here's what I want you to do. I want you to really lean in and listen to them really preach the message of the gospel and the message of what it looks like to, to take next steps and surrender in Him. Amen? Amen? All right, take a look. I'm Lori Farenbrook. And I'm Bill Farenbrook. Jesse. I'm John. I'm Warren Dunchy. And I'm Emily Dunchy, his wife. I am Mandy Kim. And I'm June Kim. I'm Gabrielle Henry. And I'm Gina, her mom. My faith means everything to me. Without God, I wouldn't have nothing I have today. The house we have in Gilmer, the truck, I wouldn't have my family back. It means everything. Faith to me means that I don't have to get nearly as wound out as I do about some things, that he's got it. Like, he's got my daughter, he's got my son. He's, you know, I take care of my dad and he's disabled. He's got my dad, you know? Um, like, there's nothing that I have to just absolutely freak out about because the Lord absolutely sees every single one of us. And we've never been in need for anything. Like we've, we've had times where we thought, our electricity is about to get shut off. But the Lord shows up just over and over. He's faithful over and over and over. Like he's just never not faithful. Um, and I think with all those experiences that we've had of him showing how faithful he is, it really just helps you to hang on to the next thing. Like when something else happens, you hang on to it. I mean, we've been through a miscarriage. We've been through a bunch of stuff, but you just, he has been so faithful and shows up so big that you just hang on because you know you can, because you know He's faithful and that your faith will carry you through. We're all overcoming something. We're overcomers. As believers, we all have an opportunity to allow God to take what we have and make something beautiful out of it. And faith for me is trusting God and His timing to do that in my own life. 
Sometimes I don't get the results that I would like in the time frame I would like them. But what God has been showing me through my faith journey is that He takes all things and makes them beautiful in His time. And He's teaching me to trust Him and to allow Him to be God through my life, to show me who I am through His eyes. And that has given me a stronger sense of identity. It's given me purpose that can't be shaken. The things that the world have to offer can fade away. Relationships come and go, money comes and goes, but what I have in my relationship with Him cannot be shaken, it can't be taken. Would you like to know how many times? <laughs> um, you gotta rem I was raised Catholic and I became saved in the Baptist church by accident. Um, I wanted to date this girl and I didn't have a good reputation so her dad said I could only date her if I went to church and for every hour I spent in church I got to take her out for that many hours. So I was in church like constantly growing up in high school so I could date this girl. And then when Lori and I met, you know, we, we did the church thing for our kids. But as we got more involved with it, our faith developed and started growing. At one point, I closed my private practice. We sold everything we had, sold our house, put our other stuff in, um, storage. in storage, borrowed a pop-up camper from a pastor friend of ours, and we went to Kansas City for International House of Prayer for their summer intern program and moved into a campground in Independence, Missouri, Missouri, right down the road from the stadium. Because Bill had found because a I called, I campground called and they said it was secured and everything. Um, my kids got to, my kids came back one day and said, Dad, this is better than cops. We just seen a guy get tased. You know, so, but through that, our faith moved us and our faith protected us. Because it was shortly after that that um, a friend of ours that we met there had us move into her house because it was safer, we found out. So our, our faith moved us there. Our faith moved us to uh, South Dakota. Mm -hmm. that, that was based on a dream that Lori had. Um, coming here was a move of, we were actually gonna move to Dallas but I couldn't get a job there. The only place I could get a job was here. Um, so, and I'll, I'll be the first one. To, I am not the, the faith moves me guy. That's her. She, she's the one, it, but I have to give you credit because you've learned not to hound me anymore. You just go in the back room and pray that God destroys my life so I listen to, <laughs> to go where I need to go. True? Well, I don't pray that he destroys your life because that's my life too right i just pray that he would speak to you and change your heart or you know change mine if i've got it wrong have you been wrong yet no okay but. <laughs> let's just clarify <laughs> all right so we'll clarify that one yes me and my mom 
didn't really talk or weren't around each other for 10 years. Before I moved to Texas, God must have just told me to come here because everything, once I moved to Texas, everything was like road signs, like in the road, like, okay, you're going the right way, keep going, keep going. But now her and I are closer and everything still isn't perfect. God's still working his wills, but she has started to come to church with me and she's watching on Sundays when she doesn't come here. Even my own mother, I mean, she's seen some of the things that I was doing and was like, I want what you got. And that was the best feeling in life that I could ever have, was leading my mom to God. This afternoon when we were having lunch, I asked Ivy, our two-year-old, to pray. And um, she put her little head down and she said, God, Lord, because that's how she, that's her, her beginning. God, Lord. God, Lord. I hope you do good. I don't know why that's her thing, but anyway, it doesn't matter. I hope you do good. And she said, um, thank you for this good day. Please keep our daddy safe. Um, make our bodies strong. Uh, and this is not like, it, it's not, we don't have to do like a recited prayer, which is fine. Scripted. It's fine, yeah. Um, but then she said, and God, Lord, <laughs> let your peace come. Holy Spirit, come here. I love you, Lord. And that was her prayer. And I, as a, as a parent, I never understood the joy that my parents had watching us worship or, you know, um, following the Lord. But now as a parent, getting to see the fruit of God working, mm. working things out in it's us. It's like seeing a sprout. Yeah. Just a little sprout coming out of the ground, and you're just like, oh my gosh, it's working! <laughs> <laughs> it's like... And it's not, it's not us, because they it's also... It's working! <laughs> yes. Because it sometimes feels like it's not. The day that she told me she wanted a divorce, Emily told me she wanted a divorce, that night, God told me to stay put. Don't give up, don't quit. And so I, I, I trusted him when he said that, and I believed in him. And I kept on believing that. God intended marriage to be eternal. I said, don't give up. What I would say to someone who is in a spot in their marriage where they um, are done, just done, because I was done, um, is to look at every factor and to lean on the Lord. If I could go back and do it again, I would not have left. I love how God has restored our marriage. I love how God has shown himself in a new way to both of us. And I love that this marriage is not the same as the other marriage was. However, if I would have allowed it, God could have done that in our first marriage. He could have changed it and restored it and renewed it the very first time around. I wasn't willing to hang on, and I really wish that I would have. My five-year-old, he had, he was so intrigued by everyone being dipped in water, and as he would call balanced, as he learned, he was really excited, and he really wanted to get balanced also. So he came to me and he told me, you know, I want to do that, I want to do that. And 
I was like, you know, you will. Your time will come, and we'll look into it whenever they offer it next. But what was funny was that I didn't really explain in great detail to him what it meant. And I was like, you know, he had saw other people doing it. So whenever the experience arrived again and he was available to do it, we signed him up. And it was just the cutest thing because I'd asked him, I said, well, why do you want to get baptized? He said, because I want to grow closer to God. And in that moment, it really just clicked with me that everything I'm doing, they're mirroring. Everything that I'm doing, they're growing and learning. And even the things that we don't speak on, our actions speak so much louder than our words. And the way that we behave, the way that we carry ourselves, it really just develops them in every angle. And it reaches them so deeply just by the moves that we make every day. Well, <laughs> I have felt many times that I have been led to speak publicly um, about the love of God. I have spoken publicly. I, I, I see myself in a pastoral role down the road. I'd like to see where that leads me. I feel it in my being that that's what I'm being called to do. Um, just to I think that's that's one of the the, the overwhelming feelings that I get. Um, usually, whenever we have a, any event or anything, I'm always so pumped up because I just want to tell everybody about about Jesus. So I think that's what I feel. Yeah. Um, I think next steps for me in particular. Uh, God's done some. It's been really exciting days, and so. Uh, we started kind of doing some assessment of all the the next steps that even Pathway kind of laid out for us, and we we checked it off. And uh, just to our you know joy, like Arise helped us going through Arise helped us really to just give differently than we've ever done before, and uh, and then God continue to show His faithfulness. So like in any areas that God's been revealing, you know, that's uh, that's been really just exciting to kind of participate. So um, the particular next step that I think that I'm, uh, I'm dealing with has also been um, just to know Him more. Um, I... Uh, it's it, it it's a it's it's a little bit different because I, I don't know how to really put that as like a next step kind of deal because I just don't do things in a religious obligations anymore right so uh, is is it mean to go and you know to dive in more to the word and in all of these things I um, th those are not really what it is as in um, in every area I I've just had this decision to try things that I've never done before, if it means to get to know Him. My next step is I'm going to lead a group. And like, like June said, I want to be more intimate with God. Uh, yeah, I want to be more intimate with God and have Him guide me every step of the way. I want to be able to take what I've learned from both, both of the freedom groups and share it with somebody else. God, God took me where I was a very bitter and angry person and just spun me around where I'm not that person anymore. And so I can be able to help somebody else to be a better person. 
You're just so sexy right now. <laughs> um, I want to be more disciplined. Like I want to, like I read, but sometimes it's audio because I'm in bed going to sleep. I'd like to not do that. Like, I mean, if I do that, I want to have already had my time in. You know, I want to have spent time with the Lord that meant something and not, I can't sleep. I need to listen to the Bible. <sighs> And I'm out. So anyway, more disciplined in those kinds of things and spending time with him and <laughs> maybe even another freedom class. Um, you know, those freedom classes are awesome. They're awesome. I mean, there's just so many things that are in there <laughs> that need to come out. Um, it's phenomenal, the stuff you can hold in there. And so every time I do one, like there's a new layer that I'm like, oh, wow. Thanks for pointing that out, Lord. That's great. Oh, another thing I got to surrender or give up or not in a bad way, but it's always in a good way, but, uh, there's always extra. So anyway, I want to keep pursuing freedom. I want to keep pursuing the Lord. I want to keep pursuing intimacy with him and time with him. And, um, I want to pursue being a better wife because I could use some help in that area too. What is our next step? I don't, I don't want it to be, it's not going to be our last step. I want to clarify that first of all. Because every time you take that step and you listen to God, God's going to give you one more step. God's going to give you one more step. And we've, we've been running from our next step for years now. And I think our next step is, is to go into more of a... a a leadership role, um, possibly something in the ministry aspects of it. Uh, we love what Pathway's doing. We love the the fact that um, that they they're biblically sound in everything that they make, the decisions. And I think for us to take that step into a leadership position or a leadership role is going to be so valuable for us to grow and that's what it's about is the growth that we're going to make and the next step that we're going to leave behind just just to really allow god to go and just reveal to you you know what what it is that he wants you to do and just do it man it's, it's not it nothing is worth you know that keeping keeping you from just letting god prove to you right. you know what he can do Stop working on yourself and start serving. If you will look outward, if you will serve other people, you will be so surprised at mm. how quickly that, the other that will translate. Will yeah, that yeah. will translate in your marriage because you're yeah. no longer focused on yourself anymore. Right. It takes serving. So we were like, okay, let's do it. So we uh, actually started in the nursery. Mm -hmm. We started serving in the nursery, and that led in, that led to oh, there's a need for young families to have a place to go, that safe place to bring their children. And so that's what started the leading the life group. And, yeah. And um, serving, just, just serving, one, showed us what Jesus looks like. I mean, more clearly. Yeah. Um, put us in, in his shoes and gave us the tools for our marriage, how to love each other better and put each other first and just to see other people struggling like we struggle yeah in a way that says 
the what and, and it goes against the grain of what the enemy tries to convince you the whole time is that your specific situation is nothing like anybody else's and then it's so completely the opposite of the truth and what we find as we dive into these things with people and the they they share their story with us um we see the connection that hey everybody's going through this on some level and you know there's power in that connectivity that we've we've experienced so and now it's just great our, our life group is awesome we're continuing i mean with everything going on our numbers haven't hurt uh we have still have a a, a solid group of people that still love to come and and god has just it's and i can't even take credit for it or any of it because it's all what god's allowed for us to be a part of yeah and it all took a step if we didn't take that step and we didn't go step out in faith and say okay god we, what we have is broken but we want you to use it anyway yeah. and uh and thankfully he's done something really beautiful with it take that next step take the next step to want to be on a serve team take your next step to want to learn more about the church just jump because you're going to be blessed god's going to bless your effort if you're authentic and genuine in it he's not looking for perfection he's looking for the willingness to step if you have the willingness, he's going to make sure the path just opens up as you go.